listeners, welcome to episode 69 of the Portsmouth Running Podcast. Uh, as always, I am your host, Daniel Del Piccolo, and... David Harvey, and we're in the same room again. I know, this is like a, <laughs> I think this is like the second time we've ever done this in the same room. Yeah. So we're overlooking the seafront in, in my new flat. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. We've seen various runners kind of going past. Saw, uh, saw Jason Skiro earlier running along. In fact, I've seen Jason on his paddleboard as well, and he's actually waved to me from the water. So it's, <laughs> it's quite good. Oh, you can just spy on everyone from here. Yeah, I just need to be careful what I wear in the morning yeah. when I open up the blinds. Yeah, when your ball's hanging out. <laughs> okay, there's a thought we don't we don't have anyway. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, we've got a got a good lineup today. We've got a, a fantastic guest on, uh, who is Naeem Huck, who uh, many of you who run with Grasshopper Steve will know from track training and running along the seafront. And got to chat to Naeem about his recent addition to his training with uh, duathlons. So he's taken on the bike, Dave. Oh, nice. Very, nice. very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone likes to cheat every now and again. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Seated running. <laughs> so how, how are you, man? How's, uh, how's recovery after the tunnel? Obviously, we've chatted today already, but yeah. uh, I'm sure the listeners will want to know how things are going. It's all right, actually. Um, so I've done my usual thing where I just don't run for about three weeks other than the old tiny little bit here and there, but um, I've had like real bad tiredness for at least two weeks and that's kind of buckled me a little bit. Is that from the tunnel though or from the partying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because um, on the on the Friday afterwards, I think it was bank holiday weekend, um, Easter weekend, it was Good Friday, so we invited a whole load of family around and I was like, right, we're going to recreate what happened in Venice. We're going to make loads of pizzas and then we're going to drink Aperol Spritz and oh, some Valpolicella and Amarone and stuff like that. And we're going to chill out in the garden. So got up, went to the supermarket with Hetty and bought all of this stuff. And then by lunchtime, I was like, mm, I'm starting to feel a bit tired now. Okay. And then sat <laughs> out in the garden and had an Aperol Spritz and was like, and it totally like, it hit me straight away. So um, was like, right, I better start making the pizzas now then. Because <laughs> nothing's going to get done. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I went, went, to, went in the kitchen and started making these pizzas, had an upper apple spritz, and then just still hadn't had my appetite back. And sat down with, with everyone, had a couple of slices of pizza, then by four o'clock in the afternoon, I was like, I've got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I had all these people around and then couldn't do anything. And that's, that was kind of like the story for a week or two. But yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice. So I've now looked back for it with fond memories. Yeah, that's it, man. So, you're done. You're done. You're done. And yeah, I only found out good. today you've got you've actually got a finishers T-shirt as well from Mark, which is great. Yeah, yeah well, that's one for Park Run, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, you've got to bring it. You've got to bring it down to Park Run. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, everyone yeah. will be keen to keen to listen. It'll be good. So how's things going otherwise? Like you've done QE QE Country Park Run a couple of times. Heather's been yeah been so giving it a go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we um, we took Hetty to park on the other day, and running up a hill with a buggy is just like not good, not good. So it was like thinking, feeling nice and fresh at the start. I was like, right, let's do this. And was like, why is everyone running up the hill so slowly? So I went round everyone else, like sprinting with this buggy, and then within about thirty seconds, was like totally slowing. Like, <laughs> so that was a lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, on, on the downhills and like. On the uh, flat, Hetty's all right in the buggy. But oh, okay. Does she enjoy the ride, or does she like moan, moan a lot? No, she was all right. She, she okay. shouted mummy a few times. Actually, this is uh, for anyone that does Butter Hill. An interesting but useless fact: um, they've taken the gate away in the middle at, at the top of the, you know, in the hill. Oh right. Do you know they put the new one down the bottom? Well, the one that was sort of halfway up has now disappeared. I don't even know they put a new one at the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's oh, a new one okay. at the bottom. So they, it was all changed. So we went up there and we're like, right, let's just run up to the gate. Okay. And there was no gate there. Oh, right. Ooh, what is this? <laughs> now, is, that, is that like, have they done that for a reason? Like to stop cyclists going down too fast or? I don't know what the reason is. Okay, that's no. weird, yeah. yeah. So I think so, like, cy- cyclists <laughs> used to motor down there, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they obviously had that like, long flat bit. Mm. But now there's a gate right at the bottom of the incline. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I've not uh, seen any of that yet. Yeah, it's all changed on Mount Butzer. Okay, brilliant. That doesn't <laughs> affect doesn't affect reps in any way. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it's all eyes on Sparta now for you, isn't it? That's it, man. That's it. I was gonna I was gonna talk to you about that. Obviously, like 
you've got uh, you told me today you've got an you've got a place uh, am i allowed to say you've got a place at the at this race certain race in a couple of weeks yeah they, i'm not doing it so okay, but i can mention it <laughs> yeah yeah of course dave dave has got a place at the bridge 200 miler in a couple of weeks <laughs> which you've just nearly done a little vom yeah <laughs> just yeah saying. yeah so given that i've just uh dragged my sorry ass around six miles with you there's absolutely no way that i'm gonna be able to start that <laughs> just get that out of my mind straight away well you've got the long you've got the long training in the legs why not no it's just it's just it's quick i can hardly i can hardly keep a nine and a half minute mile so <laughs> it's, it's not happening well yeah so i guess the focus now is, is sparta then so yeah, yeah yeah so you and i are flying over in at the end of september on the same flight out mm. and then you'll be doing the race Heather will be coming over to crew you, hopefully. Maybe, yeah. And and then you guys are going to make a little little holiday of it, perhaps. We'll just get some ideas. We'll see what happens. About. It's come at the it's it's coming the wrong year, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, just financially, and uh, yeah, and it's come at the wrong time. So just going to have to like suck it up for a month or two, and then. Okay look forward to it so. it's funny isn't it like you and I have both had this discussion before because it's <laughs> you know even before the ballot was drawn yeah, yeah, yeah. like we were both saying like oh, I'm not too sure it's like the right year but we have to we have to enter anyway just in case we get in but I guess like yeah it's for me it's not the it's not not the right time kind of I guess financially and and stuff going on in my life so it's like a bit yeah it's a bit of an odd odd year but sometimes mm. you just gotta what, what, what's the saying take the bull by the horns and just, yeah. just go for the ride or something. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this because I, I was really wanted to do long last this year, and I thought the only thing that's going to stop me doing that is get going to do Sparta. Well, there you go. And then Sparta's happening, and I just thought, oh god, this is just <laughs> not cool. But you know, life is for living, and you you've got to take your opportunities as they arise. So that's it right. would be daft to not take up a place. Yeah. I think because if you don't, if you didn't take the place for Sparta, you then lose. Do you just reset your your the previous entries you've had back down to zero and then you start again? Yeah, so this is my yeah. fifth year of applying before getting in, I think. So. Wow, wow, that's why I feel very lucky. It's like my second. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so pleased we get to we get, at least we get to go do it together. And yeah, I know what will happen. Like I'll I'll shoot off at the start, then you'll catch me up at mile ten, and mm. I don't want to see you again. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it will. Uh, I think it's a different type of race, isn't it? And. From the people that I know that have done it and been over there, they sort of talk about that, the importance of getting to the 50 mile point relatively unscathed so mm. that you can then have a little bit of room to do the to do the 100 in. Okay. Um, so yeah, because the cutoffs are tight and I think that's part of the kind of pull of the race, isn't it? And part of the challenge of the race is getting it to 26 miles in four hours or so and then the 50 in eight. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, eight, I think eight and a half. Jason said was was pretty safe. I think. Right. Okay. But then See, eight and a half. You know, is it's it's on road, so that takes away some of the challenge of yeah trail and all that, yeah. doesn't it? But eight and a half for anyone is still quite a tidy time. I think. Yeah. So it's it's going to be it'll be good. It'll be a challenge, but it'll be good. You know. And most it's mostly a, a road race, so it's it going to be it's going to be yeah. super shoes on. Yeah, your your super shoe, super shoe of choice, my super shoe of choice, and then uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully get some gains there. So it'll be good. It will be yeah, it will be epic. It'll be epic if we can get to the finish line. Just that's just it. Stay patient and get to the finish. That's it. Kiss yeah. the foot. Keep yeah, keep yeah. keep temperature down. Yeah. It's going to be hot, or <laughs> well, hopefully be hot. But uh, yeah, you never know. You might have we might have a cloudy day or whatever. And lots of P twenty. And, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be baked in it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so listen, speaking about super shoes and stuff, obviously, like that's all we saw at the London Marathon yesterday. How did you enjoy? Uh, how did you enjoy watching that? And and by the way, well done to anybody who raced from Portsmouth. I know there's quite a few yeah. people that went up. Yeah, everyone did. Like I saw, I've seen some times posted. Everyone kind of got through it and did really well. Yeah, it was pissing it down, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it looked pretty. Um, I've seen like some photos of the elites coming through. And I was like, I was like, what are those? Like, is that them treading in puddles that you can see specks in the air? Mm. And obviously, it was just yeah, it was just raining really, really hard and stuff. So yeah, I watched, watched a little bit of it. I managed to. Um, we had to go just about two miles before the end of the men's race, and uh, as I said to you earlier, watching Kipton suddenly make a run for it an hour and a half. I, I was like. He can't sustain that, surely. Yeah. So I think everyone was thinking that. Even the commentators were like, "Yeah, at some point they're going to catch him up," and they didn't. No, unbelievable, amazing. Because he finished. I think he finished it with like, was it like two or three minutes ahead of the second place? Or whatever. 
and obviously Hassan in the uh, in the women's race was just amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think you could tell that those leading ladies were like petrified of like keeping her in the in the lead pack. They were trying to like keep her away because they knew she had that kick at the end, being a sprinter. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was really really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, those guys that do it in two hours and two fifteen, two twenty, just insane level it? of it's insane fitness that I can't get my head around. I'm, I mean, I remember training for a fast marathon once because I wanted to go under three. And, like, I don't know if it's the years of ultra running or the years of not running at particularly high speed or, you know, I need to to kiss six miles at six minute miles, you know, in my peak time. So running five miles at 6.40, 6.50 is really not my strength. (laughs) And after a few weeks of training, I started to get this like started to get the DOMS all the time, and then basically tore a muscle. So it, you know, if you can, if you got the strength for it, I mean, I, I would have to build up to that again, really mm. carefully to to do a fast marathon. But, but you might, you, I mean, you might be going that way a little bit for your Sparta training, perhaps. Like, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon Michelle's going to have you on some some pretty punchy stuff for the for the you know for the further out away from the race stuff yeah maybe for your well, base is training. that what your plan is then well, yeah yeah it. i mean like i'm like i would say like I'm, I'm i feel pretty fit now in terms of like speed but yeah um I'm, yeah i'm gonna try and maintain it as close to sparta as i can and then start maybe doing a couple of longer runs and yeah. stuff but my long run is gonna be south downs way 100 third time yeah <laughs> i'm not looking forward to getting back to be fair like i just it's I don't know. There's a little bit of fatigue from the South Downs. I think like yeah. a little bit of mental fatigue. I get it. I get it. Like um, it's beautiful, but I like and I and I love to run there. But mm. to go a hundred miles over the South Downs again, again. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't know. So a, a few years ago, I'd um, done the Thames Path three times and in a row, I think and. Had then, which I've now done four times, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Autumn Hundred I'd done three times, and I, I distinctly remember turning up at the third time, getting out of my car and thinking, "Oh, why am I here again?" <laughs> and managed to finish it and was dead happy because I, I sort of did it in under twenty hours, which was I was really that's good time, happy. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so, there was you know, it, and it. And it spurred me on to think you know you need to start doing other races you need to start like doing races that inspire you again and, and that's sort of what I tried to do it goes to show though with like your sub 20 hour on that autumn 100 like do you actually need a reason to do a race do you think I mean like, they, they say it's important when you're doing like a long run like to have an actual reason why you want to do it or like some kind of passion for the race or something and, and, and that's good to have but ultimately do you always need it or do you think you can just get it done well, you don't need to, do you? I think that, you know, if you've got the fitness there and you're able to be mentally strong, then you don't really need the reason because you're you're able to go and probably go and endure it. But, you know, and, and if running is your purpose, if you've got strong purpose out of running, you've got, you've got strong value within it, then... Like you just love the running, then... Yeah. Then I guess that you don't really need to have that strong desire to go and do the race. Mm. But um, you can... And, but completing it will give you a sense of enjoyment, yeah. won't it? So yeah, absolutely, maybe, yeah. maybe it's about that. I think a better experience overall, end to end. Yeah, because mm. yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. Like with Sparta, like it's, I know how iconic a race it is, and I know, you know, I've seen like a lot of the documentaries and stuff, and mm. I kind of understand the history around it. But it was never really like a on my rate on my radar. Mm. Yeah. But but it was one that I thought, ah, oh, yeah, one day, one day I'll give it a bash. So I was just kind of worried about not having that desire, you know. Yeah, I think that for me it's it's very much like a it's it's sort of a bucket list race, a little bit tick boxy. I want to go and see what it's see what it's all about. I'm sort of Sparta curious, I guess, mm. as opposed to Sparta panish, passionate. But some but I understand that when people do it, it sort of gets under their skin. So I want to go and sort of find out why that is, because okay, okay. it's obviously for a reason, isn't it? But, um, it's that like curiosity day. Curiosity indeed, gets indeed. us. Sparta curious. It's the same so, same curiosity that got you in the tunnel. I was <laughs> telling you earlier as well about uh, talking to our drama therapist at work the other day, and 
it's she sort of summed up ultra running as a whole you know for for the masses and for you know for most people that do it is that why would you go and do something like the tunnel why would you go and run 100 miles because it's an arbitrary number it's totally pointless no one needs to do that you can get fitness off of 30 minutes yeah, yeah. running a day she said and she said but that's the thing with it like no one needs to do it you don't have to do it and that's a perfectly sort of like good reason to do it yeah you know it doesn't have to be a reason it's no. just, you just have a pool you have a pool somewhere and that's it you just want to do it yeah exactly and because you must get asked all the time yeah why would you do that why, why, why would you do it and yeah you can't really always answer it no so you know why, why do some people sit there and play Warhammer 40,000 for <laughs> two weeks on end and you just think ah oh, fuck that yeah, yeah but you know in, in the grand scheme of things if you think back to like or think about people at this current moment in time that have terminal illnesses that have broken bones that can't sit up out of their bed can't get out of bed for six weeks at a time mm-hmm. going to do something like a little bit of pain for two for two days is is a real kind of like insignificant challenge when it comes to some of the larger challenges yeah. in life that you have from being alive and you know we have to go to work five days a week that's fucking way harder <laughs> it is yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it is Didn't especially after holiday oh, yeah. man. So you know, sometimes it's soul destroying isn't it so but yeah um so just crack on with it is yeah. the uh, I guess is the answer yeah no matter how you're feeling get on with doing the things you love that's, that's it thing. that's it for all those people who are thinking of entering London and Manchester and Boston just go and enter it that's it worry about it later just do it yeah. live now indeed so yeah. as uh, so I'm here in your room unplanned today so I, we just need to share the, the the lessons of the universe with us don't we okay yeah. and. So, uh, and I'm sure that you've got an example of this and everyone will have an example of this, but earlier this morning I, I woke up and was like, I cannot go to work today, this is going to be rubbish, and could hardly get out of bed, so I had to like, eventually strip myself out of bed and had some kind of issues with the child and stuff like that, and <laughs> everything uh, with this morning's preparation was telling me don't go don't go (laughs) just stay here you should be at home today you should be working from home today anyway was like i can't do that i can't you you ignored it i've got to ignore the the the, the, all of the messages that were in front of me so was like right okay let's just approach this with a sense of like calmness okay acceptance that this may be all of all of the messages may be saying this but Let's just plan to go to work. <laughs> so I jumped in the car, was going down towards the M27, and the M27 was shut, and it was turning all of the traffic around and telling us that the road was closed, and basically, fuck off, go home. Or, or, go, down to, or go down to Portsmouth. <laughs> or go down to Portsmouth, so here I am. So there was a sense of inevitability about this, yeah. even though I was in denial at first. Okay, so, you so know, it was meant to be, dude. It was, it was yeah. meant to have, we were meant to have this conversation we were meant to sit here and record yeah. drink coffee work yeah so we're now actually at work so yeah. any IBM lot or priory lot that hear this this is definitely on a lunch break that, absolutely it is <laughs> It is indeed and you are about to head off as well I am uh, going to go see my mum and pack up so I shall, I shall leave you to that thanks for recording in person everyone thank you for listening and, uh, and tuning in as always and we're going to head on over to the interview with Naeem and it was a lovely chat with him So do enjoy, take care, happy running, and enjoy all the recovery from those marathons. Take care, Dave, see you soon. I am super happy to welcome local runner and and my good running buddy uh, and recent first-time duathlon finisher, uh, Naeem Huck. Naeem, welcome to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, dude. Um, And and obviously with my recent big move and and kind of life changes going on and my manic schedule as always, I I finally got my act together and we get to speak. So apologies for for the delay and welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Daniel. Yeah, no, it's fine, man. Life is like this up and down. We have it all the time. I'm very good, to be honest. I was really excited. Um, And yeah, good good to be with you. Yeah, hopefully from next month, we'll be running again with you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I know we've 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 shared a good few a good few runs actually over the last kind of like six months or or eight months or so, and uh, we've had. I think normally, like when we get our 
are really good discussions going. I love I love chatting with you about life and like the universe, and we've had some really good deep chats. But we're always tired when we're doing it, so <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be such a pleasure to be able to to chat to you about the running and stuff. And 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 you know what? I, um, you know, a, a, I'm sure a lot of people will, will know you. A lot of listeners will know you through like grasshopper coaching and stuff like that. But I wanted to say like it, it reminded me of a story, and and we kind of spoke about it earlier. Like your name, Naeem Huck. You, I remember when you when I first met you. Um, yeah. you know, to help you pronounce the name, you were like, I think you said, it's just like a number. Do you remember yeah, the story? So, so this is this is a funny thing with most of us South Asians, um, even the Arabs, like we have like big name. So my full name would be, my full name is Muhammad Naimul Haq, which is like three big part. So my parents already have shortened it. So the Muhammad part, it goes like MD. Just okay. like normal, nothing, nothing, no madness. Okay, so this MD Naimul yep. and Huck. So Naimul is my first name, and Huck is my surname. But when I came here, it's obviously my friend find it hard to call me Naimul because it's pronounced like Naimul with a deep intonation. And okay. then they call me, bro. Can, can I just call him Nines? They're like you're a cool dude. There's the UK rapper. He goes by the name Nine. So you are like Nine. So all my friends, they still up to date today call me like Nines. Uh, <laughs> so like, even when before when i used to go out and it's hard to introduce yourself like i'm not gonna say whole big name so whenever i'm chatting to someone i'm like okay if you can remember seven eight nine ten that nine is me so. <laughs> i love it dude i love it it's it's a it's a it's a good way to do it and, and i think like yeah. like like you obviously I've, I've got i come with an italian surname del piccolo <laughs> and <laughs> geez the, the amount of times i've been called uh diccolo uh prickolo <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just crazy yeah. but it, it does it does make me laugh but it, you know you know like i said to you earlier it's, it's always it's always nice and important to kind of um chat names and get names right especially on, yes. on like a recording like this so so i wanted to do that but no it's a good way good way to remember your name and um yeah like like you i think i'm, I'm terrible with names honestly i just you know you ever do you ever get those weird kind of social situations where you know somebody and then you're trying to introduce somebody to somebody else and it's you, you forget people's names and you're like oh no the pressure it's too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's pretty crazy but no, so, and, and also you, like my social name is like um so we also get a, a side name so that's like nickname so that's like ishrak so i can go both way you can call me either like my social media is says ishrak Hawk. so that's ishrak or nine or naimul or md whichever you find comfortable calling ah that makes sense now with your with your instagram handle yes that's Great. that's because you go by the nickname on your social, don't you? So, okay, yeah, okay. that's that's our idea. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I wanted to thank you, like, for coming onto the show. Obviously, I I always say to my guests, the show is nothing without my guests. So, so you know, my guests are the most important um, aspect no, of the I'm, show and stuff. I'm, you know, I'm, I I, sh I should thank you for having me because I was really excited about it. Even the other day, I was listening to the zero episode when the first episode you had, where you talk about for like good eight to ten minutes. Oh uh, yes, about the running is is really interesting because uh, it's good what you're doing in this podcast. Uh, basically, this is how I see it's all the running people from different background coming here talking about uh, running and life part bits. You know, what I mean, it's it's really really nice. Yeah, uh, I, thank you. I appreciate the the comments. Thank you for posting this. Yeah, it's like a it's a passion project, isn't it? It's um you know we're all we're all into the run we're all into running like myself and we all like my guests and you and you yourself as well like we we love our running so yeah it's good to kind of get everybody on and get get different perspectives on running how different people train and I just I just love it and how you know running interacts um with life and stuff which is which is something I wanted to ask you about first was um obviously at the moment you're you're in the middle of a of, of a fasting holiday um I was going to yeah, ask you like, yeah Ramadan and how how is it going like like how does it how do you how do you manage that like alongside the running and training and stuff? So uh, obviously it's a, it's a, it's a uh, religious practice. Um, it has got health, spiritual, all mental benefits. Uh, I'm not gonna go deep into it, but just for highlight, I would say is you stop thinking, eating, no sexual activities, even cursing, backbiting, like no other no bad things from sunset to sunrise. That doesn't mean you start cursing and do bad things after sunset but you yeah, can eat yeah. and drink after sunset <laughs> so okay that's good <laughs> you do that you do that for um one month um if you are ill you don't need to do it 
uh, physical illness I'm talking about. Yes. Um, if you have, if you are traveling, you don't need to do it. Uh, if you are pregnant, which you and me we can't, but like for a lot of women, if they're pregnant, yeah. they can't do it. Um, yeah, that, that's it actually. And for me, I've been uh, fasting since um, I'm a teenage, like uh, growing up in Asia house. Uh, obviously, our parents we see them doing it, and we want to do it because we want to be like our parents. If you know what I mean. So yeah, um, yeah, I've been I've been fasting since like. 15, 16, and yeah, it's a, it's a, if I don't do practice this Ramadan, I would be abnormal. So it's a normal thing for me, basically. Yeah. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And how, and like, um, because you're fasting during, during the, the daytime hours, does that mean like you, you wouldn't be able to get any kind of training in or like go about your normal kind of like routine or like, do you, do you tend to switch it around and are you able to train like late at night or how does it, how does it work? This, this year, I have uh, I have switched it in a sense like I'm not doing much of a cardiovascular activities, which is like running, cycling. I'm not doing it while I'm fasting okay. because um, I have obviously throughout the podcast, I'm going to talk about it. Like in my running journey, like this year, I have done uh, most of races. So this year, I have already participated in four races. Mm-hmm. And last, I just recovered from an injury, which also I want to add to the uh, topic. Like later on the podcast so uh, i actually taking this month as a break even though okay. i know there is black marathon london marathon all these major marathons are going on now uh, because i have done bits so i want to take this month as a break so what i'm doing is like i'm doing calisthenic maybe i'm doing a bit of cycling at night um, um in my tarbotena in my room okay i, I went for a run the other day I, I really missed running so i was like you know what before break my fast uh, i can just go for a run the reason i was not uh, training because I have to drink, I have to fuel myself. Yeah. So I was like, oh no. But a lot of Olympic athletes uh, from lots of Muslim background, they fast and they train. So okay. which is like, it's never a no, you cannot train. So you can, it's just like my choice. I'm like putting running just to give a break this, this year. Wow. That's, do you know what? That's, that's like one of the healthiest mindset mindsets mm. and 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 things that anybody has said sensibly on the podcast i think because you know as, as runners and i was going to ask you like like is there a sense that you miss the running and stuff which you've just alluded to that you you know you do miss it but yeah it sounds very sensible that you've that you've you know you've taken that whole block that chunk of time and you're just like right i'm going to treat this as a rest this has got to this has got to be it's got to be done it's part of our life like and i'm, and I'm not going to go crazy about it and do you do you tend to like still look at strava and do you do do you do or do you choose to stay away from it um, oh, sorry. Say that. Say that again. Do you, like I guess when you when you're missing it, like and you've got you've got a whole big block of of time where you won't be going out and running and training. Do you still like tend to go onto Strava and have a look at oh, it and see okay, what people okay. are doing? So, yeah, um, I I did that. Uh, I think is is because of the habit how the um, mobile technology and all these things are designed. Like they just like call us every time, even though my notifications and everything is switched off. But I'll just go there. And I, I saw the other day when you were from run and you had a new uh, Hoka Rock X3. Uh, I, I like I like seeing that. It's uh, like Strava is part of our, uh, what you call that, part of our life, I would say, to yeah. see which friends doing what they're doing. Not necessarily we see what pace you're running with, but what shoe. Yeah, my eyes go for bed. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Because you know, a lot of people like if they can't run for whatever reason, if they're ill or or, or they're mm-hmm. on holiday or something, they you know a lot of people don't look at Strava. They just they they can't they can't face the fact that there's stuff going on and they can't they can't do it themselves. So it's interesting that you yeah you 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 in that same way as well. Very you got a he- very healthy mindset about it. Like you're happy that you're resting and you're happy still happy to watch watch what other people are doing. Yeah. Really I think watching, watching other people doing it gives me a uh, motivation. Like it's, it's very inspiring to like follow these people that I have in my little Strava group. And, mm. and it's just like what you guys doing. I'm Because I'm, I have started my running journey very late and I always feel like, oh, I'm missing out a lot. So just to okay. be with everyone is just like an update. Like, okay, I need to do this. I can do this. It's fine if you're, even now the break is, is a, I think it's a wise decision for me just to hold, hold on for like a month and give my body some rest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good stuff. So listen, Naeem, we've spoken for a while now already, but I, but I always mm-hmm. let like my guests, um, you know, have 30 seconds to a minute just to like just introduce themselves and describe themselves. But we've, you know, we've spoken about your name, who you are, like like a little bit about what you've done so far, but maybe um, you can, you just want to give a little, little intro 
into yourself like maybe how you started running uh and then maybe like something like how your friends would describe you or something like that go for it just the, just a way to introduce you so that people know who you are oh yeah um um i i came in uk in 2013 uh as a student and then i had like a very normal average student life now that i'm working over here i'm staying here it's been like 10 years almost and liking it i'm really liking this portion of and especially south seas i think it's, it's place to be uh, next to the seaside and uh, we have a lovely beach. Uh, sometimes the weather can be whatever, but just the sun's coming out now, so it's, it's good. So my running journey basically started and I, I was never a runner. Uh, I was never a runner. Just before lockdown, I, was, I, would introduce, I, I, would, I would like to say this thing. I was always a sports person. Uh, back home, I played cricket. Uh, I hope like people know what cricket is. I played oh, yeah. for national... 12, I got selected for national 15. Wow. Uh, but, but I couldn't play the tournaments, major tournaments. Obviously, um, my another another Asian fact. So I, <laughs> I, I hope like I'm not like bashing all the Asian parents, but most of the scenes is like parents they want their children to do so good in academic, like study, school, college, uni, degree, all that. But it's also important the other co-curriculum activities, which are, are some. Asian parents they don't focus on okay. um so so I had to stop my cricket and I had to say my cricket career like off like because there is no there is no future apparently to our parents eyes so I had to stop that but the thing that as a sports person they have like if you fall down you need to get back up and never give up in life mm -hmm. uh, that kind of personality sports people have it and yeah. I always had this thing so Moving forward, when I came here, um, new culture, new life, and everything, um, I forgot sports for like long time. But I always do like go gym, I have a like healthy lifestyle. Like I don't drink sugar, uh, like like sugary drink or like even sugar. I buy sugar. My my life is good in a healthy manner. Uh, but then, uh, like I was one time, I was thinking, nah, gym. You do work out, you, you're good, but it's, there's no competitiveness. And I know for a fact I don't want to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. But I like that competition kind of thing. Like, okay, you you set yourself for something. You give yourself a goal and you chase for it. So basically, I'm not saying I'm going to compete with others, but like I want to see my progression. So that thing I missed. And then when I started running, um, and I, 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 I kind of like, I kind of like get myself back. Like, so running is basically give me a, what you call that if you want to say rebirth to my sports personality okay yep. yeah so yeah that's it and right now i'm working for a um chain fast food i'm a chef there and yeah life is good man no complaint excellent excellent yeah do you know what i've seen some of your posts with the food and they and i, I always get i always i always start salivating when i see your when i see your food posts because the food looks hey, good man, next time <laughs> next time let me know if you like spicy or not spicy i'm gonna bring something for you now that you have your own place yeah maybe i'll come and join you as well <laughs> mate let's do it let's let's get it let's get a night in or a day in when we cook when we cook together yeah. or something yeah that'd be nice man i'd, I'd love to uh, i'd love to taste the food <laughs> so listen do you do you have any um like any other hobbies, like like what kind of stuff do you do when you're not training and things? Have do you are you like an avid reader or film watcher or video gamer? Do you have any anything else going on? Music, musician, or anything like that? Um, I'm, I would I would love to read books, uh, but I I, just, I have lots of time, you know. Then like I have lots of time, but it's just that motivation that I have. But because of I don't have discipline, and now I have discipline, but there's a chunk of time in my life I was not very disciplined. So that reading book and good hobbies, they actually went out of the window. But yeah, I do. I did used to listen to lots of music. There was a time I started making music. Like I had this, um, I, that little keyboard kind of thing, Akai MPKC. So oh, yeah. you make beats. So I was into that. Um, cool. Some of my friend, uh, they still like organizing like night outs, like club nights. So DJing and all this was a big part of my life there was a time but they did uh from 2018 a big change happened um so i had to put those things off and i was writing so i do write here and there but it's these are like my like personal thing i write poems or whatever right it's just like my personal thing is i don't go out often and share those okay but yeah nice yeah. Some, some some something that you can kind of go to in your own space in your own time and just yeah do it do it as a solo activity that's that's important 
Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. And you and listen, you studied at Portsmouth Uni, yeah, as well. So is your your, your degree is all done? I had to I had to stop the degree because I came here when I wanted to become an engineer. But then, as I said, like I found like now nah, that's something that I don't want. Yeah. Uh, then I I changed my course. I was doing my um. Then I got, I got myself enrolled with a diploma degree where I wanted to become a personal um, trainer. So mm -hmm. fitness instructor, so which is level two, nearly done, and level three, I just have to sit for my exam and then get my qualification done. Hopefully, I can train people then. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So that that's that's the goal then, yeah, to, uh, to be that be that PT. Be becoming the PT for yeah. I think I think you'd make a great PT, mate. Honestly, I think uh, definitely definitely feels like something like very natural, you know. Since you know, since I've known you, it feels like like where your passion definitely is. So. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Cheers, yeah. Now I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you because you're I guess I, I call I call the group in Portsmouth now grasshoppers because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like it just it just it's just natural we call them grasshoppers and we've had Steve Bullock on the on the show as well. Steve's been a guest here and yeah. he's told us you know told us all about his coaching and and people he mm -hmm. coaches and stuff. But you've I guess would, you you're a grasshopper member too. You go you go to hit a lot of his sessions and stuff. Are you still do you still have that relationship with him? Are you still being coached by, by Steve? Hundred percent. He's uh, he has to be my another favorite run uh, running buddy, mm -hmm. uh, inspiration, a big inspiration. I look up to Steve a lot. Like uh, the things that he is doing and when he started, it's just it's just like a thing. Like uh, time and age is not an issue. Is and, and and he's a very kind person. He is extremely kind person. Um, I admire him a lot and. I, I, I never asked him why you call like grasshopper coaching, but today I saw a post, he gave an interview and he disclosed there why he calls himself grasshopper. I'm going to check that YouTube video later on. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I like being in his crew. Uh, the track Tuesday, which is every Tuesday, you have 6.30 a.m. and p.m. session as well, half one, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, they're good. I would like to thank you again, Dan, because you were the one who introduced me to Steve. Remember one time we was running by seaside and I was like, oh, I saw your post. Uh, you're on a track because that time I used to think you are actually like I'm not I'm not bashing you, but to me that time you guys was like elite runner, like oh you can <laughs> you run like ah oh, these are the superstar of South Sea, and which you guys are undoubtedly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not we're... kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think now you've realized with it with I'm the biggest idiot in, in Portsmouth. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, these are the more far off our town. And and then I and then I, I talked to Steve. I yeah. he was like, well, I'm going to do my speed training with you. What's up? And then he was like, yeah, no problem. You come. And since then, I'm, I'm training with him. It's, it's good. It's yeah, good. I really it's you know what? Like he. With training with him, one one thing he goes by like consistency is the key, and mm -hmm. um, I have seen that change in my graph of running and even in life. Like you do little bit, right? At the end of the year, you see a chunk. But if you want to do lots of work one week, other week you're down. At the end of the year, you haven't done much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That thing really matters. Yeah. Yeah. When you, I think when you put, when you hear mantras like that, you know, consistency is keys, you know, you can, you can often as people just fob them off, you know, just brush them off like, oh, that's just so cheesy or whatever. But actually when you, when you go through the process of, of taking that mantra to heart and putting it into practice and yeah, then like you, exactly like you say, you then mm -hmm. see what it's actually worth in, in real money. You know, you see, you see yeah. if you practice it hundred percent, there's, there's value in, in those words. So interesting. But so, yeah, I know I'm, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad us meeting and, uh, you know, I still remember back when I first met you, you tried on a pair of my Hoka Rocket Xs and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad those conversations led to you kind of meeting more of the running community and getting involved yeah. a bit more. Yeah, it's, it's nice because, you know, there's lots of people out there who start running and they're just like, they see other runners who've been, who they see out all the time. They're like, oh, wow, you know, I could never be like that, whatever. But the, the fact is like anybody can do anything, anything you want to do, you can do it. So you, you just put your mind to it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And we all pay it forward. And I'm sure you'll be talking to new runners in the future and new clients to get when you when you when you start up your PT and you'll be inspiring people and helping people in the same way. So it's like a it's a train that never ends. You just get more carriages being plugged onto the the end and back, you know. You know what the other day I was uh, I was um because of my uh religious practice where you got need to go mosque uh yeah. evening time. So I went there, one of my mate um he was giving me a lift because I don't drive and he was like 
Nine, I saw your running buddy. I was like, which one? It was like the one that you post pictures and uh, stories with. I was like, yeah, Daniel, what's up? Like, oh, does he never stop running? I was like, <laughs> anytime I go seaside, I see this dude is running from, and he is not normally running. He's not joking. He's running. I was like, yeah, one time he, he has done this Farlington Marathon and he has done 100 mile. I told you your last race, if I remember the 100 mile you did on track. I said, dude, you know, when you go for the track, that's like 400 meters. And he did 100 mile on there. Yeah. 100 mile. <laughs> to build this number. And today I saw another co-host of your show, um, Big Shanky, that's the name on Instagram. Yeah, Big Shanky, yeah, uh, Dave, yeah. my, my co-host, Dave, yeah. Yeah, Dave, yes. Congratulations to him. Big shout out. Like he has around 200 mile and a tunnel, just crazy. With no light. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I actually released a show this morning of of because I because I wanted to get a recording of him after the race because I knew he was gonna do well. Um mm -hmm. and, and he is he is mentally and physically broken. Broken. Like he, it's gonna take him a while to recover from this one, but he did so well here. He won it. Can't believe it. Wow! Yeah, it's just just crazy. But no, it, it, yeah, it's it's funny that your friend uh, said that to you because you do <laughs> like like sometimes as runners you just you get this reputation with maybe like people who like people see me out all the time. You're like people. I've had people come up to me and say, "Dan, Daniel, do you actually have a job?" And I'm like, I'm like, of course I have before, a job. Like before I knowing you, I I thought like running is your job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because like if if like I, I thought about it once with um it was actually one of the grasshoppers uh Joe you know Joe Blandon she yeah 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 I had this I had this chat with her and and she was the first person to ask me Daniel do you do any work and I was like of course I do work and I was like it's because I see you like you might see me at like half seven or eight o'clock in the morning running for an hour that's before work mm -hmm. and then like at but like my lunch breaks, I don't choose to sit down and watch TV or or sometimes make. I sometimes I skip lunch. You know, I, I my choice is to use that forty five minutes to an hour to run. So then people see me again, and then they're like, "Oh, well, like do you actually do any work?" It's like, yeah, you you just fit it in around your life, don't you? So, um, I, like I I face that I face that a lot in my work because um um because I, I work in as I said like I work in a restaurant takeaway kind of place right and yeah not necessarily everyone is very fit and active there they probably go gym just to like sounds out guns out they then sort of work out i'm not bashing them as well but it's good for them but when they're here i'm taking a days off or week off even for like just for just to get preparation done for my race and everything and obviously some some races you have to pay for it isn't it to yeah. just get the registration done there's like nine you not working, so you're not making money. On top of that, you're spending money for running. I'm <laughs> like, okay, if, if you would understand what that means, then then you wouldn't have said that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I I I see I see people like a lot of people they don't understand the, you know, running is fun when they say run is fun. Yeah, it is actually run is fun. Like a lot of people they don't understand it. I think even though if you're a runner, you, you sometimes like ah, oh, I don't know. I just I, I think like I I got it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I mean, before I was a runner, um, to me, running was torture. Like, why, why would anybody ever run? <laughs> so yeah. I know that. I know that thought, and I know that feeling that that you have towards running, that people have towards running. But yeah, it's quite funny. But listen, um, <clears throat> running aside, how was the duathlon? Because like, I wanted to ask you how that how that went. Because obviously, we spoke uh, a few weeks ago, and I said to you like. Name if you do if you do the duathlon, I'm getting you on the show. I'm get, we're definitely getting on your show on the show to talk about it. How is like, how is that training gone? And like, how is it? How's your training had to change for it? And did you enjoy the process and and all that kind of stuff? I'm very curious to find out. Yeah, duathlon was absolutely a new experience for me. Um, but I always knew I have to I have to put myself into it because one of my life goal I don't want to say bucket list, but I, I want to say one of my life goal is to become an Ironman. And try that triathlon thing, running, okay. swimming, and 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 uh, cycling, or riding. So yeah, and I was like, okay. Um, and I also have set myself at uh, age. This is the age when I do that. So I was like, you know what? If I have, if I know I want to do it, I might as well start. But I'm not a very good swimmer. Um, hopefully this year I'll take my swimming a bit more seriously. But cycling, I knew how to cycle, how to cycle. But for racing, I had no idea. I know, like, I have to try some, like, put myself in a competition. As I said, like, if you have an aim and if you know you need to do something, then it's good to have a program and discipline. 
So mm. this is again, um, uh, Steve played a big role as in like he coached me. Uh, I, I told him like, I don't, I don't know what time to aim for my first event, which I think Alhamdulillah did, I did good uh, for running wise and cycling wise as well, but not great in cycling. So I, I had no idea, but I just went yeah. there to see and Steve said, yeah, he gave me a training program. I was very, I, I, I think I did my best. Uh, like I didn't disappoint him. I didn't disappoint myself. So uh, like day in, day out, like training, brief session was one of the important things that I haven't done as in you do cycle and mm -hmm. then you go off the bike and go for a run. And that's, you know, when you go for running, like normally your body just getting there and you're okay with like when you started pacing, but because you have cycle and fast cycle for long, your legs are already like just saying, nah, I don't want to do anything else. I'm heading yeah. telling now, oh, you need to run now. So they're like, ah, oh, I'm heavy. So you had all this weird conversation in your head and you were running. Uh, and you need to run fast as well. So that was that was that was um, I, I wouldn't say hard, but that was that was kind of interesting like uh, to see and because your legs feel like they're chill. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they feel a bit like wobbly under under when wobbly, they, when, yeah. yeah. Then, so when my first brief session, I remember Steve, he, he because I did run with him, run with him for long, and he knows my pace, so he he always give me not to run very fast, and I tend to run very fast. You also know my marathon story, right? So, oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> so so when I I I get off bike. Maybe just for example, he would say like run for four thirty minutes per kilometer, right? But I'm running like three fifty because I have cycle, my legs are fast, and I know like my 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 philosophy is if your body is tired, just get it out of the way. Don't think too much. So I put all in. But okay. then again, you're not very wise because if you if you do things against your body, it makes sense. Yeah. Because unlike other sports, running, cycling, you have to listen to your body what it says, and then you're gonna get the outcome gonna be very good. So yeah, I, I was like fast kilometer, I'll be like very fast. And then my heart will be like very heavy. Like I can literally feel my heart is breaking my rib cage because I have run fast or cycle fast. So, mm. but from the second, second big session, I was like, nah, I really need to listen to Steve what he's saying. And like, sometimes going slow is not bad. No. I think it's because you know your pace. So. Yeah, And exactly. I listened to him, uh, that was good. But the second, uh, second one, second event, um, I really enjoyed it because that time I knew like, okay, this even and another fact, when I went for cycle, I did cycling for like commute from here to going to mosque or maybe to going to places, but never race. And you know, when you have to shift your gear on bicycle, mm -hmm. I had like very basic road bike. And I asked Steve, is it okay if I race with that? He's like, yeah, it's good enough. And then I took my cycle and I see all these people. It's just like, you know, when you go for a run and you, you're wearing like basic, normal, uh, Reebok shoes and the other people they're working like Vecro Fly and maybe yeah. street, like super shoes. With cycling, I had that that kind of situation. I go there, but I'm like, you know what? I need to enjoy it. So, so I didn't know how to shift gear. I then all this thing I learned in my second training. Okay. And so he still give me heel cycling, and you know when you do heel run the half six in the morning, that yeah. itself is a killer. And you take your bike on there. Ah. Oh, it's harder. It's, it's hard. <laughs> and another shout out to Matt. Um, you know the Matt runs with us on Hill because he is a good. He's not a like great cyclist, but he has more experience than me. So one time I went with him and I was I was behind him. Full mm -hmm. I put myself behind just to see like when he's changing gear. Then I know like okay, you're up hill, use your big cassette, so you pedal less and you go farther. Yeah, that making sense. So I I learned all this mechanism just by observing him. So yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I think I saw. I, I, I like I like the dual Atman, Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I saw I saw a few photos and the and the lovely post you put up after the the duathlon race, and yeah. I think you you'd, the second you'd... one I haven't put it yet, but yeah, but second one the result was good. Like running wise, I came. I think I was in the top both both of the events. I was in top ten in running, uh, cycling. Last one, oh, I, as I said, I didn't take that as a competition. Mm -hmm. but the second one, I took that as a competition. And I had that um, when I, after the first one, I had a chat with Steve. Steve was like, You're going to keep this same time. The first run was, first cycling was 15K, if I'm not wrong. The second one was 18K. Okay. Or maybe, yeah. so second one, he said, You're going to have the same time, but you're going to do more distance. 
which I did, and I also did more because you know where where that even happened in this and they had the D Day Museum where this skate park is. Yeah. So it meant to be fifteen k. I did fifteen k, and then I did one k extra because there was no. Sorry, but like there was not enough marshal to guide us. Like, okay, now we stop there. Okay. Uh, like going, so I followed them. I did one k extra. Even though with that, I had to like good time. I'll say. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. So 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 improvement. The big note that I took, some of the top finisher who f- came like first, second, third, even one lady, uh, she commented on my star and after the race, they were like, yeah, you were, you were a good runner. It's good in that space. And when they was complimenting, I was like, yes, it's good. Not necessarily I got a compliment from my cycle because when they were saying things to me, they look at my cycle, look at me. I was like, yeah, why you bring this cycle in the race? <laughs> 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 so they understood I'm like I'm like a newbie I'm yeah. like a very lucky person in the cycle but for running they was complimenting me and I was like I take that on board I was like yeah that's that's good you know because these people have like 10 and more years of experience and running with them with my little experience yeah it's, it's, it's good I appreciate them well, so Niamh uh, like well done mate honestly like getting through your first duathlon I mean I can't I still can't bring myself to get onto a bike I just I just you know <laughs> because I'm a because I'm an I'm an idiot because I think it will be good for my running but uh, I just cannot bring myself to cycle so listen you have to promise me one thing you're not going to become a cyclist you'll always stay a runner <laughs> <laughs> okay if you say never say never then yeah I'll always be a runner <laughs> good good stuff good stuff otherwise we'll have we'll have to we'll have to chat about this friendship <laughs> uh, <laughs> running, running is not good running is staying Good, good man, good man. Do you know, it's, it's funny actually. Like, I've I've always been bad with like cr- any cross training and stuff, but since joining uh, the pyramids gym and I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of like body. I've, I've actually I thought I was going to go to the gym and focus on weight routines, but I've been doing less weight routines and more like the classes, like more body, body uh, pump. I saw the pictures. Wow. Body pump you're doing, yeah. Body pump for me is perfect because it's it's yes. lower reps, but yes. lots of reps, lots and lots of reps. Wow. Lower weights, you mean? Lower weights and lots of reps. Yeah, lots of work yeah. and lots, lots of squats yeah. and things like that. So lots it's good. Yeah, good for me. It's, it's, it works for us runners in a mm. sense because you 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 still working on your cardiovascular system. Yep. Not necessarily you're pushing lots of weight, so your muscles you're not making them sore, which benefits you when you're going for a run because they they're getting strength. They're like they're getting stronger. Yeah. And also not getting damaged. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I've been I've been sore uh, enough times you know where I have, where, yeah where i have to be very very careful to where i sit down because it hurts but mm. but you know now it's like getting i'm getting stronger like you say and i can feel more benefits and i think it, i'm feeling benefit in the running now like today i did a tempo run i think some of our splits over the miles were were were, were fast and then they, they didn't feel as as strenuous on my legs so i think mm. i'm i'm counting my lucky stars that i'm that i'm getting to train like this at the moment so hopefully it continues yeah, a lot of people they don't understand the gym part as well. I would like to mention, like um, gym strength training and all this with running, your diet, your rest, it goes hand on hand, isn't it? It's not not like we runners, we just go out and run and we go out and jog. Even some of our runs are like easy. Some of our runs are tempo, mm. um, hard session. All this thing I learned over the years, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 just not like go and run, run. That's why running is not blend. Like lot of lot of my work colleague and uh, my relatives they were like oh run it's just boring you're just going there and run 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 i was like no it's it's, it's not just you put on your shoes and go on out to the sun and running it's yeah. lots of more <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I, th- I th- you could apply that to anything in life couldn't you you could say to a you could say that oh you're a painter you just paint the same color the same line but every Ooh. painting's different you yeah. know same yes. that's, that's why i can never understand people that get bored of the seafront because it, because every run is different yes it's you might yes. be on the same route but mm-hmm. you see different people, different environment mm-hmm. variables, different. You see different things going on. It's like everyone's everyone's unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still a member of the Portsmouth Triathletes? Yes, I am. I am. I am. I think uh, you you sign up and you get a year membership, and next year you fall uh, renew, I guess, and then mm. it carries on. So, yeah, that that's also another another interesting uh, addition to my running journey to do the cross country i always think people do cross country running in the muds and um that's like that's like absolute race like it's not time oriented like you don't check on time it doesn't matter how quick you have done it's just like how if you're the quickest in the run so even over, over there 
um, it was good. Um, you know, Ross, uh, he is a very fast runner. He is also a part, uh, member of our triathlete club. Ross Partridge, so fast, yeah. Yes, he he, and I think uh, he is he is a brilliant runner. He's a good athlete. I look up to him as well. Like mm. every time I see him park run, he's always friendly, giving advices. Like oh, this good. no, not not giving advices. The, the thing they say, oh, do you enjoy it? They mean the business. Like yes. Enjoyment yeah. is the main main purpose. That's why it looks very effortless when they run Ross, Gianni. Their runs are like effortless, man. And the yeah. timing is like, like 5K in 17 minutes. For me, I would say like, oh, that, that's my next year goal to yeah. do a sub-17. So yeah, Ross, uh, um, when I did my first cross-country with triathlete, we are both my triathlete group. So he came fast, obviously fast in our, our club and fifth in the whole race. And they and he's a triathlete. He's not a, like runner, runner. And there's mm -hmm. like runners who participated on those uh, races. So that's yeah. also a good number. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good, very good. But um, yeah. So the so the cross country, I guess, like you say, just adds adds a different dynamic to your running. So you get to go and experience yeah. some hills, the so mud, <laughs> hill mud. Yeah, I did. I did like two. I was fortunate enough to do two. Uh, there was a, a southern cross country league, and I just happened to participate in two anyway. So first one, as I said, like I I went there just for enjoyment. But second one, first one I came, I think 49th out of like all these people. And then the second one, I came second in my club and 25th in the whole, or maybe 24. Like, and like there's a big progression because mm. I understand like where, how to run on those. Yeah. And lots of hill session. Thanks goes to Steve again. <laughs> All yeah. the hill session I have done. So I, I would see when people, I saw faces in races like, oh, they're struggling or they're breathing fast. And I was like, oh, you know what? I have done this. So. You know, when you when you discipline with your training, those training moments when I was like, oh, half six is cold while you're here. But then on race day, they were the benefiting moments. I was like, yeah, you have done this. So it's, it's like a great boost, inner boost, if it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know when you're hurting, everyone else yes. is hurting the same, but you've done yes. those additional training sessions. So you know yeah. that feeling. Super man, super, super. That's good that you get to take part in those in those kind of mm -hmm. leagues and stuff. And I guess it also sets you up nicely being a member of the the Pompey triathletes. That you know, in mm -hmm. the future when you incorporate the swimming, you've got mm -hmm. all those good contacts. You know, Ross and and Piotr will help you. And yeah, just yeah, Piotr. Yeah, he he also gave me good suggestions. Uh, uh, he he said that dude, you need to change the bike. Yeah. <laughs> and but and another thing about the Pro Small Triathlon Club, they're very friendly and mm -hmm. very supportive. One of the most enjoyable parties once the race is finished, like we we finish, uh, we cross the finish line and then we stay in the finish line. We cheer up our club members. Nice. And we like screaming the name, go on, you can take him down, and all these sorts, right? And this is a different energy. You know, you you don't do them things in other other, other time calculated races because mm. obviously your time is measured, no problem. But on over there because you have to take people's positions, and yeah, that that was that was like that was like good, uh, good race also. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, it sounds it sounds like you've you've really like since starting the running, you've really integrated yourself like in such a good, strong position socially, with the clubs, with all the runners in the area. Like, I lo I love your passion for it, and I love how you've just kind of like immersed yourself in in the environment and the community. And I think you know, I'm just you're... I'm just trying to trying to be the best version of me. So. Yeah, exactly. You're doing all the right things, all the right things. You ask the right questions. You, you have the right level of curiosity, and and I know through through chatting with you earlier, that's why I'm saying it. I know, I know the types of stuff you used to ask, and you know how you kind of use all the different runners for inspiration, and then like like you say, before you know it, you're mm. you're driving inspiration for other people. So, you know, it's it's been it's been good. I'm I'm pleased I'm pleased we met, and I got to got to chat with you that one day when we were out for we we're out running. So it's good. Yeah. Now listen, if you you know my podcast, you know that I always ask people um, some recovery run questions, yeah, some fast, quick mm -hmm. fire questions. So we're going to start with okay. those because I know I know that you've got to get off and and get ready for work. Okay. So here we go. Um, with the food in mind the, that we spoke about earlier and and the job and everything like that, what is your favorite pre-training fuel? What would you What would you eat before you train? Hard session. Peanut butter and toast. Ah, if it's like, like really peanut butter toast, and if I if I going for a long run, I would just like uh, add a banana. 
Okay, it's exactly the same as me. Peanut, peanut butter and toast or porridge. <laughs> nice one. Okay, do you listen to music when you, while you're training at all? Now, now I don't. Before I used to, but now, uh, now it's, I think like being uh, running in the seaside, uh, the weather itself talks to you, and I think the ocean sound of the ocean. That's I like. I like those natural sounds mm -hmm. more than like having any music or something. And also, I would like to ask something. I know it's a fire, quick fire no, no, session. No, go, but, go, go. Um, when when I that that's the difference I find. Before when I had music. So I was listening to like rap music or even sometimes some rock music like uh, the band called Linkin Park. I know everyone knows them. Oh yeah. And also the motivational speech speakers because they have background music. So what happens? You go for uh, you go for easy run. So you want to have a chatty pace. But when the music goes, and then your beat heartbeat goes fast, and you 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 like I'm not that's happened with me. So I'm going for easy run. But I'm doing like 424 kilometers per um, uh, four, four minute per kilometer, which I don't need to because that's, those rappers were saying some good hard shit. Like, <laughs> oh, no. you, know, you know, I mean, like, like yeah, yeah. I, I did that, boy. I'm with you, man. So I'm like, yeah, I need to do fast. But then I'm like, no, it's easy. Keep easy. So music was not necessarily helping me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm yeah, yeah. I have to put it off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that you did that. yeah because you're right music can music can change change how you act and stuff and I, how you feel I so. also i would also like to recommend to the uh new runner who are coming if you are running in seaside try it put your headphone at home okay don't worry no one's gonna scream at your ear go on south sea seaside listen to the ocean listen to the they, they, you know when the wind is blowing if, if you if you give yourself time you listen it's talking to you mm. it's maybe taking your worry out it sounds very weird but it does Try it. <laughs> uh, I agree. That, that's like the best way to describe it. Like the sure. music, the music is is the natural surroundings. So mm -hmm. great. So, um, do you have any kind of inspiring book or film that you've read or, or seen that, that you can recommend? If if you've done any like reading around running or triathlon or duathlon or everything. Recently, I have seen this uh, movie in uh, Netflix. It's called uh, Swimmers. It's about a Olympic gold medalist, but he's she she's a refugee. She participated from the refugee camp. It's about Suimaha and how she migrated to a different country and her journey. Uh, there's there's more movies, man. There's a uh, there's uh, like Creed, very commercial success movie, successful movie Creed. I like I like those sort of movies. Um, yeah, and book. No, I can't. I, I can't. Uh, I haven't read much. Only book that I'm reading is like Quran, and it's it's very inspiring. People, if people want to read the English version of it, they can read it. It's very good, full of informations about life and universe and history. Uh, running wise, none. I don't have any books. Okay, okay, that's good. Well, that's that's a recommendation because I think I've heard of the film about the swimmers, and I I still yeah. need to uh, I still need to watch that. So thank you. Uh, have you got a, fa a favorite training session for anybody who might be keen to try like like a, like a good session? I know you mentioned hills and some of your faster training. Have you got have you got a favorite that you that you enjoy doing? Track twister, hands down track twister. Doesn't matter what kind of runner you are, come train with uh, Steve because you, you the program is set, but you will be you you will be people will help you to run according to the program and no one's pushing you like oh you have to go fast come on you do your pace but follow the program consistency is the key that's the that's the motto we go by and you will see the results another another session that we very soon going to start again uh daniel if you don't forget tempo twist uh, tempo thursday that was getting my favorite uh running days but then i started doing the cycling and my program has changed but after this ramadan we're gonna do the tempo thursday if you remember Great, great. I was there today, mate. I, I missed you today. I was there. I was there solo doing doing my stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay, brilliant, excellent. And listen, name. If people are keen to to get in touch with you and and talk about anything we've covered on the show or or reach out to you about your duathlon training or anything like that, where can where can people find you socially? Um, uh, they can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, um. Stava, so my social goes Ishrak Hog, E S H R A Q H U Q. Okay. And you can find me on Facebook, M D Naimul Hog. And yeah, Stava Brilliant. also, yeah, that's it. Don't that's... do Snapchats because that's a time waste. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't do that either. <laughs> listen, listen. Do, do you want? Is there anything else you want to add in closing? Just uh, anything that we that we haven't spoken about, or or anything about the running community down here in Portsmouth that you want to finish off with? Um, to the, all the running community, uh, I just have one thing to say. Like, I'm, I still consider myself as a newbie. Whenever I go for a run, I never see like, okay, I am doing things and I have done races or nothing because. I, I just see like every day I go there without an empty brain, like I have nothing and I see people and I learn. Even though you, like other day I was talking, if you know Mark Rockings, he's also a grasshopper member. Um, so yes. after my triathlon, yeah, he, he said, oh, good job. And I said, thank you. He said, like, why are you thanking me? I was like, no, you guys are inspiration. So Mark, if you're listening to this, this is the reason that I thank you guys because you guys have been running for a long time. And anything that I, anytime I get a chance to run with you guys, I feel like privilege because uh i know my past that um not being with the right group of people your life can change but now i'm be, i'm trying to be with the same mind people and it is my life graph is going upwards so every runner who runs in seaside just know whenever i'm saying hi that hi has a good blessing towards you Brilliant. and i love all the runners and hopefully we take daniel for do, do you take part in the duathlon? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh my goodness, I have nightmares about. I have nightmares about me getting on a bike. <laughs> Listen, mates. Honestly, like, yeah, that was that was such kind words, and and yeah, I'm sure like the listeners will appreciate that, and and the running community will appreciate that. But uh, you know, you yourself are going to be, if not already, inspiring people as well. So it's great to have yeah. you. Great to have you on the show lovely to catch up finally when we're not exhausted and and breathing out of our backsides when we're doing tempo thursday so it's been it's been lovely to catch up and we must definitely run again good luck with the rest of, of ramadan i hope it goes okay and thank you yeah truly ins inspirational stuff man thank you so so much you, you've spoken really well and i know people will enjoy this this recording as well so listen Nain, take care and have a good good rest of the week and speak to you soon speak to you soon Randy. take care bye <laughs>